My name is Lauren Eliz Love, and welcome to this podcast. I'm so excited that you're here, and I can guarantee that you're craving success, abundance, prosperity, and all of the beautiful things that come with a thriving business. Here on the show, you are going to find all of the things that you really need to create that beautiful financial freedom that you crave. Inner work, personal transformation, and radical self-love are the tools that will excel you and propel you into that life that you desire. Here on the show, I will share stories and lessons from my life, along with interviews from great experts who've been able to do that work themselves. You'll hear lessons, breakthroughs, and tips to expand, to change, and to grow. Because growing a business is really about growing yourself. For more, you can visit laurenoflove.com. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello, badass business babes. I'm so excited to be here with you guys, sharing with you a new episode in kind of a different style of what we're used to. On this episode of the Badass Business Podcast, I'm sharing with you a interview slash conversation with my amazing friend and beautiful client, Jess Anderson. Jess Anderson is a body image breakthrough coach and a business coach, and she specializes in helping women really reclaim their lives centered around their body image and their business. It is truly a beautiful conversation. We open up about so much going on in our own lives and businesses. We talk a lot about women and that sense of community and tribe in the online space and the things that we feel like need to kind of go, right? Like the shaming and the bullying and the feeling of not being enough. We go inside out on our own journeys and we share a little bit more with you about how we feel about being entrepreneurs. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have questions, if you want to engage, and if you have some time, please, please, please leave us a five-star review on, on our podcast. It would mean so much to us. We love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Let's dive in. This is the Badass Business Podcast. You're listening to the Badass Business Podcast, a show for the woman who is ready to claim a wildly free life. Tune in to hear new episodes every Tuesday by yours truly, Lauren Eliz Love. This is the space where we can have open conversations about growing a successful business and creating a vibrant lifestyle. It's real, it's raw, and it's unfiltered. This episode is sponsored by the Badass Business Babes Facebook group. We got to talk about this, you guys. This whole episode you're going to dive into is really centered around just that openness with female energy, right? I found as an entrepreneur, I really didn't have that support group that I needed as I was growing my business. And so once I created a certain level of achievement in my own entrepreneurship, it's really important to me that I took a step back and said, wait a minute. We need a tribe. Like we need a community. We need a place where all women who are trying to grow their businesses can go and ask questions and be supported. And we need it to be free. So if you're out there and you're an entrepreneur and you're really craving that sense of community and support, I would love to see you come join us in the Badass Business Babes Facebook group. It's a private community on Facebook. It is easy to search. You just have to go online and go to badassbusinessbabes.com slash Facebook, or you can go to Facebook and search Badass Business Babes. It'll pop right up in the group section. I encourage you guys all to join, and I hope to see you there. 
we're in this space where I think a lot of us are obsessing with perfection and this need to be like, I need everyone to think I'm amazing. Like in content and like the response that they give you on your social media feeds. Do you know what I mean? I do. The looking for the likes and the loves as validation that you're on the right way. And that's not what it's about. Like we've talked about this so much, Lauren, this idea of arrival. You're only happy when you decide to be happy. Yeah, you're never going to arrive, right? It's like that obsession of like trying to reach that end goal where you can be like, hey, I'm so happy and everything's awesome. And it doesn't happen that way. Like life doesn't happen that way. And I'm curious for you, Jess, like on your journey of shifting into that space of pure vulnerability, right? What obstacles or challenges did you face along the way where you were obsessed with that perfection? I'm a really insecure human. Like we've talked about this, right? I am. Inc- I have had moments where I felt so incredibly insecure. And I think we related on those stories, right? And so for the audience out there who's listening, like share it, girl. Like what have you been through? Have you experienced that obsession with perfection in your life before? Absolutely. And it always comes down to my body every single time. Not that that's actually what the end was, but that's what my head went to, right? Yeah. My head every single time went to, I'll be happy when I lose the weight. I'll be successful when I lose the weight. My business will take off when I lose the weight. Mm -hmm. My husband will love me more when I lose the weight. Yeah. All the other other skinny moms will love me and they'll accept me. (laughs) I'll be a cool mom. (laughs) And so this didn't start out after I had a baby, right? This was like in grade one right? I was the chunky little blonde girl who loved attention and was like, wanted to be a performer and couldn't understand why people rejected her, right? I was the girl who got the video camera out and was like begging my parents to let me put a show on for them, right? You were outgoing. I was, I was more than outgoing. I was driven. I loved attention. Yeah. So, and so when you're little, it's cute, right? That's, oh, it's so cute. But then you get a little older. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this weirdo trying to get all the attention? Mm-hmm. 100%. I could totally relate to that. Did that, like, when you started your business, Jess, did that show up in how you showed up in your online space? Like, I'm curious for you, that, that like, old conditioning from when you were younger. No, because I traded that little girl in a long time ago. Yeah. I traded her in for fitting in, for dimming her light and her beauty and her excitement. So wait, wait, wait. So tell, tell us the story, like for people who aren't listening and even for me too, because I don't know the whole picture, like going from that place of being incredibly outgoing growing up, like what happened for you on your journey of life that brought you into that space of comparison and fear and perfectionism? Like what, what's the journey before business, Jess? I have tried to sit down and pinpoint one specific time when it was like, okay, this is where, where I lost her. Yeah. But I think it was more a bunch of times. Yeah. Like I remember being so excited about this bikini swimsuit that my parents got me. It like had the sides. Hmm. So it was like just your tummy and your back showed, but the sides were covered. Yeah. I think they actually have the reverse now. I think that's trendy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I remember this little boy saying to me and he wasn't little he was older than me like something along the lines you're too fat to wear that 
and I was heartbroken. I remember my mom made us these cover-ups for swimming lessons. They had Garfield on them. I like clung to that. I was so scared to let anyone see me. And so this bikini that I was so excited about, nobody ever got to see it because I was too afraid. A little part of my soul was crushed. Yeah. And you was things like that. It, it was like me wanting to perform of an older person being like, isn't she a little old for this? Yeah. So for me, like, cause I had that background also growing up where I really loved to perform and I loved, um, I was in theater, right? Like that was kind of like one of the chapters of my life. And then I remember having this fear when I stepped out into entrepreneurship that like, I'm going to do this post. Like, what are people going to think of me right now? What are they going to say? Because of all the stuff that I experienced being bullied or ridiculed by my peers growing up. And it wasn't so much like the moments of, what is this person going to say right now? But rather it was like, well, look at all that conditioning of all of the pain that you've been through, right? Like, and it's just going to be stacked up. Do you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. When you ask me what conditioning I brought into my business at the beginning, it wasn't that joyful, playful girl. I didn't even know what playful was as an adult. Like, you remember this. I was yeah. like, you want me to what? <laughs> you were like, to play more. And I was like, this is a business, Lauren. Like, I don't know what planet you're on. But in business, you show up as a hustler. There's no playing. I brought into it the conditioning of you're going to be judged. People are going to hurt you. You have to protect yourself. You're unsafe. Mm. And so you can imagine my, my first year of business was messy right? It was super messy. It was me (laughs) grasping for straws and like unsure of where to go, but I knew that I wanted to go somewhere, right? Like, and that's like this awareness thing, this spiritual journey that I was like dead against not much over a year ago. (laughs) It's like this, this journey is not about figuring it all out. It's not about understanding who you are. I think it's really about understanding who you're not so that you can step into the person of who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I can so relate to that hundred percent. So true. Absolutely. So what did for you, because I know you work with a lot of women who have these insecurities and blocks, whether it's in the business they're trying to create or in their bodies, but what do you think is kind of like the common thread that women out there are struggling with when it comes to being themselves in any area? What is the, what's the issue? What's the block? I think it's worth. Yeah. Right. That little girl didn't learn that her, that she needed to exercise more. She learned that her body was wrong in every single way. Mm -hmm. Right. It wasn't that it was never about the swimsuit, right. To, to me, it wasn't, it was about me not being good enough. Yeah. That's, that's what I learned from it. Yeah. hundred percent. So for the people out there who are in positions of just wanting to heal that, like, what do you think along your way was like the key to, healing your insecurities so that you could be more vulnerable, more open in the online space. I never thought that I would say this out loud, let alone on On a podcast. Accepting that there was something other than us. Mm. Accepting that I could 
have faith that I wasn't alone and that there was this higher purpose or this higher power or universal intelligence or whatever you want to call it. I really think that believing that I have this intuitive side of me, this inner compass, is what changed everything. Because now when shit hurts and sometimes I think the further you get along in this journey, the shit hurts worse because you got to grow even more. Mm. I don't look for other people to fix it, but I also ask for help from within. I, I look for the answers within and I have to be reminded to surrender like all the time. I was an atheist. Was like That's right. <laughs> oh my God. I forgot about that. I was like the person who was like, I know that you like all this spiritual woo-woo stuff and I respect that, but I'm just going to be over here not believing in anything and hustling through life and I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. How did that work for you? <laughs> you know, it's so much harder. Like it really is. Mm. And like, I look at it, I like, I have this like, remember, I like have these flashbacks where I looked at like really religious coaches and stuff and they had like such faith in their God. And I mean, I was like, I was so torn. I was like, part of me was like annoyed, like, okay, enough with the God stuff. Mm -hmm. But then there was also this, like, I kept going back. Right. Yeah. You kept going back. I was curious. I wanted, I wanted to understand how somebody could have faith in something that they couldn't touch or see. Mm. But I mean, this faith, this faith or like this belief in something more really just taught me to believe in myself. Yeah. Right. Cause I, that's, that's where I feel like my power comes from is from me. Right. That's the power. So I guess it's like, just to recap, cause I'm kind of having a breakthrough moment as you're talking about it. It's the idea that if you can learn how to believe in the things that you don't see, suddenly you can believe in yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Because when deep. you're 50 pounds overweight and you you see all these magazine covers with girls who've got the six-pack abs, that, that body isn't going to happen overnight. It's mm. just not. Right? Right. Yeah. And, like, and so you have to believe that it can happen and keep showing up because – I'm going to tell every single girl on here, if you're trying to lose weight or build a business, you are going to lose the weight. You're going to gain a little back. You're going to step on the scale and you're going to go say, fuck, 10 pounds heavier again. And you're going to feel like you're starting all over again. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you probably, you give the same advice for business. I'm certain, right? Mm -hmm. I, my business has done that. I, in January, what I hit my, I, I made over $9,000 in January. And I was like, okay, February. Over the moon. Yeah, I was like 10000 because that was like always been like my big goals. Like I'm going to hit the 10000 mark, right? Yeah. February, it's going to happen. What? I think I made 300 bucks in February. Yeah. So why do you think, so what is that? The ebbs and the flows, the ups and the downs. How would you define that? Whether it's business or, or health and wellness, where do you define it? What is it? Lack of trust, lack of certainty. Uh, oh, for sure. Fear? Like, when it came to that, I had this huge fear of success, right? That was limiting. Yeah. 
But what I think it is more than anything is that growth happens in resistance, yeah. right? I had, I had to fall back to nothing to be reminded that I had to work on that limiting belief that I wasn't good enough to have that success. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's so true. Like if you have, I was just on a call with somebody before this and she's having this moment where shit at her job is getting really hard and she was going to be a coach and she decided she wanted to continue with her corporate life because she was scared. Right. And then what happened? Everything started to feel inauthentic and she wasn't happy anymore in her job and she needed to fall and have that, that rock bottom to transition and shift into what she really wanted. So yeah, I mean, I see that all the time. Like that is growth happens in resistance. That's so fucking true. It's so true. Yeah, like you can't, you can't grow a muscle without ripping it to shreds first. Yeah, that's a great analogy. I like that. Yeah, and so like, I really do think, like, fail forward, right? How many times have we heard that, right? But there's a difference between, there's a difference between resistance and total stress, chaos, and pain, right? And I think like sometimes we avoid resistance because we're afraid of the deep, painful stuff, right? Like I'm going to avoid getting uncomfortable if my my bank account doesn't do well when I start my entrepreneurship. But really in reality, I'm afraid of going broke, being homeless, not paying my bills, X, Y, and Z, right? Like this crazy painful experience that would probably never happen. But we operate like to avoid that, right? Yeah, because, I mean, there's perceived failure as much as there is failure, right? Yeah. So do you think, so So with people who you work with, right, and the journey of learning how to stretch into that confidence and self-love and security again, right? Like, what, for someone who's really afraid of failure, what is your advice? I don't want to sound like a hustler here, but relentlessness is the first word that pops into my head, and I have learned to trust that that sometimes the best answer is the first thing that comes. But I was writing a blog post today for next week. And I, I talked about how this journey is like your toddler getting a Sharpie marker (laughs) and like, wait, why explain this to me? I'm so curious. Because so like, okay, I love Sharpies because they're permanent, right? Yeah. Yeah, They're all over my desk. (laughs) And so like your toddler getting a Sharpie, he like, it's like a messy mural of squiggles and roundabouts and like forward and backwards. And it's on your wall and it's a mural and it's permanent as fuck. (laughs) And you're like, okay, you're mad. Right. I know, I know you don't have kids, but like you can imagine. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I bet. You're so mad. You're like, Oh, you little bugger. Like why (laughs) did you do this? And then you step back and you're like on your way to get the magic eraser. You're like, but it's beautiful. It was him expressing himself. And you know what? It all came down to this messy mural of back and forths and permanentness because there's no magic eraser for life, right? Like whatever you do stays, right? But that's what it is all about. Our life, the way it is right now, if you're a hundred pounds overweight or you're not where you want to be in your business or whatever it is, it's just an accumulation of the decisions you made before. 
Yeah. So you have the decision to put the Sharpie away. (laughs) And not have it happen again. Yeah. Or you have the decision to embrace the mural and leave it up there and let it be a conversation piece for all of your family and friends. And you have the decision to not eat the cake you ate yesterday and eat the salad because it feels good. Like it, it, it often comes back to weight. Like my business started in health coaching, right? I mean, most of my business has been structured around weight loss because that was my big problem. Mm-hmm. Some people's big problem is money. Some people's big problem is relationships, but we always seem to start with our biggest problem, right? Yeah. Usually we find out we have about a thousand other ones that we also got to work on. (laughs) Yeah, that's how it happens, right? Like opening up the box of worms. Yeah, and I don't want to erase my struggles because, or the the shit that happened. Sometimes I wish I could, right? Trust me, there are times where I wish I could just push reverse, rewind, and go back in time. But then I wouldn't come out the person that I am, right? I'm just an accumulation of failures. Well, we all are, but I think the difference between someone who succeeds and someone who fails is that the person who succeeds is able to keep failing and they just keep going, going, going. And that's, yeah. Yeah. The relentless. I love that. Yeah. You know, I was thinking when we started talking about this idea of body image and business and, and doing this podcast episode where we kind of talked about the two of them, I was thinking about how deeply connected they are, right? Because like for somebody who isn't 100% confident in her body all the time, aka me, right? To make the decision to show up in an Instagram picture or a Facebook photo or a live, if my makeup's not done right, if I'm full frame and you can see my whole body, you know, if I have a double chin in one of the photos, you know, there's like all these like weird, I think, ways that we hide and prevent ourselves from actually making more money because we're insecure with our bodies, right? And we're like not putting ourselves out there in that vulnerable way as often as we want to because deep down we're like, well, I look fat in that photo. It's crazy. I I think we all have our thing, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I think that every single woman, I I mean – if, if she exists out there, the woman who has never felt insecure in her body, like there's, there's one of them, if she mm. exists, right? Yeah. Every single <laughs> Bring her to me. To feel mm. <laughs> yeah, I want to learn all of her stuff because I just, <laughs> we all do feel that, right? I mean, I'm still insecure in my body, but when it comes to business, for example, I I had a shit storm happen in my business, right? I mm-hmm. these things happen. And the first thing that I knew I had to go do was work out. Yeah. Because when I learned to take care of my body, that's how I connect to my spirit, right? That's how I connect to my highest self. That's what I've learned works for me. Other people, it could be something else, right? But when I am at my worst, I clean my house and listen to personal development and I exercise, put on the workout video or put my headphones in. And I'm like, okay, I just need to do this because I know that by taking care of myself, I can take care of other people and I can take care of my business. My business is my third baby. And it's so funny. Like when I say we all have our thing, I can get on Instagram or social media and I can post a half naked picture of myself. I have 
moved past that fear so much. Like, but for me to post a income comparison, mm. whew, like, we all have our fear, right? Yeah. And <laughs> I seen this post today that said, if it's been scientifically proven that if you talk nice to plants, they grow better. Imagine what would happen if we talk nice to other people. Oh my God. I love that. I love that. That's so funny. I know. Right. Like wouldn't, what would the world look like if we actually treated people like human beings? I love the authenticity movement. I'm part of it. Right. I want every woman to step out of fear and into being unapologetically her, herself. But what I think is even more than that is if we could teach women to allow other women to be themselves mm-hmm. and not, not think that it's taking away from us. When our, our sister posts that she made $5,000 in her business, wouldn't it be nice if we could cheer her on and say, great job, instead of saying, Oh, I'm not. What am I doing wrong? Oh, she must be doing something like illegal or something, right? Yeah. Normally, we project all of our fears onto her, and then we tell ourselves how unworthy we are of it. Yeah. No, 100%. And I think, too, there's like a lot of that fear of opening up and finding sisterhood because let's face it, women talk one way to their face and then another behind their back. And that's like the old old trend or saying that comes into my brain every time I think like, okay, I'm going to, you know, make friends with this person. I'm going to open up. It's like, yeah, it's scary. It's really scary. So what, what do you think like needs to happen in order for us to like, cause I know like we're in this authenticity movement, right. But like a deep part of that is the connection to other people being able to like stand strong as a female tribe and support one another. What do women need to be doing differently in that space? I think we got to look for deep connection instead of these surface level connections, right? I mean, in the online business space, surface level is often where we're taught to start. That's where I was taught to start. I was taught to send Send 10 messages a day, just copy and paste. It won't take any time at all. But it was so surface level, right? Where when I develop these deep, meaningful relationships, they're beautiful. Like, I no longer was afraid of my business because I was going to be working with somebody that I hardly knew. Um, My clients are now my friends, right? Like, I look forward to my one-on-one coaching calls or my group calls because I know them. I know their hearts. I know these pieces of them that they're afraid to tell other people. And these spaces that we're able to create allow them to be themselves. And I mean, these, these, these groups and these, these, these clients, I had a different perception of them before I started working with them. Right. Yeah. Because I only knew their surface. I only knew what they were allowing the world to see. It's that opening up of being able to like truly connect with somebody and not hide yourself or resist. I want to know from you, what do you think are the things that we need to put a stop to in the online space of women? What needs to end? The keyboard warrior. Like, I mean, that just needs to end. Whatever you want to call it. What is it? Like the... 
the woman who sits behind the keyboard and has nothing nice to say. The keyboard warrior. I call her a bitch, man. Those mean people. I know. And, like, I just don't get it. I mean, I know what it is. Right? I know that they're projecting their own fears, right? Mm-hmm. But we have to learn to scroll past the shit that doesn't talk to us, right? Yeah. Just scroll past it. Just scroll past it. I love that. And I think, too, like, I find myself sometimes, like, getting stuck in, like, I'll stumble on a friend's feed and I'll say, oh, like, she has X amount of followers and look at all the likes she got. And even now, like, because I'm in that space of trying to grow my Instagram, I find myself really comparing myself to other people in a new way. I think it's honestly, now that like I'm processing this, this is something that we just keep working through on deeper and deeper levels as we go on our business journey. Like it doesn't end, you know what I mean? Like you start healing it at the top, but you always have to go deeper as you go on your journey. Yeah. And like, I mean, comparison is something we're always going to deal with, right? Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. That comparison is in some ways an okay thing I think right because how can you not necessarily comparison but you have to look sometimes to know where you can go right mm-hmm. right we have to see what other people are doing to see where we can go right because sometimes it's hard to visualize what can happen yeah. but like spending time on the, the stuff that doesn't matter in a lot of ways I feel like uh having an online business has saved me from the online chaos. Yeah. And like, I get, I get people say to me all the time, well, didn't you see so-and-so posted this? And I'm like, no, nope. nope. <laughs> I never do. Like, Aren't you on social media all the time? I'm like, I hardly ever look at social media. I don't look at my Facebook feed. I don't. I sometimes like, I'll give myself these like timeouts. Like usually it's when I'm going to the bathroom, I'll be like, okay, I can look at the the phone. But I mean, I am a mom of two kids under three, so I hardly ever get to go to the bathroom. So there's that. But I always feel low vibe, right? Mm -hmm. And we've been conditioned to go to our phones for that hit of dopamine, right? We've been conditioned that when our life sucks, we should look at social media and it'll make us feel better. Yeah. And I've, I've noticed this. When I'm down, I definitely want to look at those, those feeds more often. But then I feel more down. Yeah. Because I'm only looking at highlight reels and depression reels. Like, yes. really. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. And so I guess if I was going to say the one thing that we had to fix on social media and this relationship on the online space around women... I would say we all got to start being real. Mm. Quit censoring ourselves and, and allowing ourselves to just be us because that's how we're actually going to find our people. Yeah. 100%. So speaking of that, just as we wrap up, where can people find you as we, if so, for any of our listeners out there who are interested in learning more about you and what you do, where can they come find your stuff? I would say the best place is just to go to jessandersonbreakthroughcoaching.com. All of my social media links and stuff are on there. I mostly hang out on Facebook. Thank you, Jess. This was amazing. So awesome.
I hope you guys enjoyed that episode of the Badass Business Podcast. If you're still listening, thank you so, so much for sticking around. And thank you for trusting me. I I know that sounds kind of weird, but I think it's important to mention. I know there are so many business coaches and online entrepreneur gurus out there. And the fact that you're here listening to the Badass Business Podcast really means a lot to me. So thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I love all of you guys for listening. And if you have some time, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. It's not for my ego, I swear. It's just a way for us to get noticed by more people, to get the message out, and to get more women the support that they need in their businesses. That's the mission. That will always be the mission. That's not going anywhere. So if you have some time, please leave us a five-star review. Come join the Badass Business Babes Facebook group. I love you guys. Thanks so much.